This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Brother Peter, welcome aboard. Hello. My friend, good to have you back today. How are you doing? Yeah. All right. Going all right. Down here, down under. Fantastic. Everybody, welcome aboard. Yeah. How's everybody? All the precious saints. Praising God, we're still able to do these programs, so we still have freedom today. That's a good thing. Amen. Amen. Work while... You can. That's right, folks. We keep occupying. You know, I'm I'm in, uh, encouraged. I think we got more time than we thought, um, and I hope that's the case. Maybe we got another twenty, thirty years. I hope so. Um, either way, whether it's shorter or longer, we're just going to keep doing the same thing. Work for Jesus till he returns and takes us home. Amen. Amen. We occupy till. He comes right. Amen. Can't go wrong with that, folks. Keep working. One day at a time. One day at a time. And we cannot afford you know, to let the enemy yeah. tell us that uh, it's game over. It's not game over, folks. We can do much for Jesus. Don't buy the lie and sit down and die. I was. Don't give up. I'm Don't reminded, give up, Peter. We can't can't give up. Jesus never gave up. You know, he, he, he was left on up. his own. Amen. Everybody ran away. Did did he give up? No. No, sir. He never gave up. And you he know, didn't give us. I remind people, Peter, of the, um, the lepers. Hey, they would have died if they'd sat where they were. Just laid yeah. over with. But one of them said to the other leper, 
hey why sit here till we die and they got up who knows maybe someone will help us if we go over towards that light over there that city in the distance and you know what they went over there and God amplified the sound of their footsteps it made them sound like a an invading army and they went in <laughs> and they had a good meal that night I'm here to tell you why sit here till Amen. we die and you know if they didn't do anything <laughs> if if they just sat around in fear, nothing would have happened. That's right. Yeah. Why sit here till we die, folks? Don't buy the lie and sit here till you die. That's what the enemy loves. That's a tactic of his warfare, is to get you to buy propaganda that you can't make a difference, that the, the war is about over. Why even get started, folks? Don't buy the lie. It's time to get started today. With that... We're going to get started. Brother Peter, you want to open us in prayer? And the mic is yours, my brother. All right, cheers. Um, Dear Father God in heaven, we praise your mighty name. We thank you once again for being with us. We want you to be with us. We want you to be in our lives. We want to receive our inheritance in Jesus, that he died. And we'd like that he died for a prophet in us, that we can profit from what he done and it not be a waste so we pray today in jesus name that the message that goes forth today is an encouragement and a blessing for all the lovely saints in jesus name amen 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 amen. brother peter welcome back the mic is yours brother all right thank you man and um you know um what we were talking about there and and uh i got the message today it's going to be on Promises, making promises or oaths or vows. But um, uh, here's a scripture for everyone to to see what God says about what's sort of going on in the world even today. It's, it's in the amazing book of Ecclesiastes 9 verse 3. This is an evil among all things that are done under the sun. There is one event unto all. Yea, also the heart of the sons of men is full of evil. And madness is in their heart while they live. And after that they go to the dead. So here we see with everything going on, the madness coming into the light that's in the hearts of people. Is it love to go and loot, damage and destroy? Doesn't the devil come to kill, steal and destroy? And I bet you there's churchgoers in amongst those looters. Have they no fear of God? That they will die and give an account for what they're doing? Who wants to say, let there be no police? The Bible says if you do well, the police have no business with you. If you behave yourself, they have no business with you. But they hold the sword for a reason, to strike the evildoers. So those that are calling to get rid of the police are not honest. They're not righteous. They're on the side of the evil one. So anyway... 
Don't be surprised with what's going on today. God has already warned that inside the heart of men is evil and madness. This is why we need the Saviour to rescue us from an evil, wicked heart, from madness in our life, to create in us a new heart and a new spirit which deals with this very issue. So don't be surprised, don't be shocked. The world is not as it seems. While I was looking through the book of the Bible, looking through Ecclesiastics, I came across some scriptures that may encourage us. We look at um, Ecclesiastes 5, verse 18. Here is what I have seen to be good and fitting. If anyone is wondering what is good in their life, what, what should be the, the pursuit of our life or the good things? Here I, here's what I've seen to be good and fitting. To eat and drink and find satisfaction in all the labour one does under the sun during the few days of life that God has given him. For this is his lot. Now, who wrote that? Was that King Solomon that had more riches than anyone else? To eat and drink, don't hurt anyone. Be satisfied in the labour that you do. Enjoy your labour like a hobbyist. Enjoy it. If you're not enjoying your work, find a different work. Find something that you can enjoy doing. Because life is short, and that's our lot. But here is something else, a statement. Furthermore, God has given riches and wealth to every man. What? But I'm poor. Mm. To what level has the thief stolen from you? Because God has given riches and wealth to everyone. And he has enabled man enabled him to enjoy them. There you find the will of God for you to enjoy yourself, enjoy your riches, enjoy your work and accept your lot and to rejoice in his labour. You know, I know when I've done a hobby, I've built something. I've looked at it and I've gone, wow, I love this. I've, I've made this. And it says here that this is a gift from God. This is a gift. So I realize in my life where I didn't think it was a gift. I thought I did it. But this is where an attitude of thankfulness really counts. The gift from God is riches and wealth and the enablement to enjoy them. You accept your lot. And rejoice in your labour. Working is a good thing. Working can be very satisfying, very satisfactory. You know, ask a man that stays up all night soldering his train set because it's his hobby and then complains when he goes to work. Why not have work that's your hobby? Get up and do something nice. Have a look at what all the choices are. 
goes on, For man seldom considers the days of his life, because God keeps him occupied with the joy of his heart. Yes, our life can go by very nicely, being occupied with joy in our hearts. Is the activity, you know, looking after grandchildren. One of the biggest tragedies I see in the West is kindergartens and lawn bowl clubs where the grandparents have got nothing to do, so they bowl a little ball backwards and forwards and the children need someone to mind them. So there's a kindergarten, a paid minder that doesn't love them like their grandparents. What's wrong there? Can't the grandparents, and I know some do, look after their grandchildren, sow into their lives, teach them things, make things together, do things together? This is the strength of families. You know, I see in my life and ministry here, people who are malfunctioning. They're not functioning. They can't function socially. You know, I have to ask myself, were they ever taught by their grandparents? Has someone who ever loved them put time into them? Or they don't know. So these are things we can do to be happy in our life. So today's subject is oaths and vows. And um, we can see here that an oath, what is an oath? Sometimes I say to people, have you got any oaths that you've made that you haven't fulfilled? And they say, what's an oath? An oath is a solemn promise, often invoking a divine witness regarding one's future action or behaviour. So basically, an oath is something that's saying, I promise to do. It's a sworn thing, a promise, a covenant, a league, a pledge, a bond, a guarantee. There's also an oath of a curse, a negative oath. There's positive ones and negative ones. Detestable curses can be done with oaths. You know, words relating to oaths are appointment, arrangement, commitment, engagement, obligation, agreement. Compact, contract, covenant, assurance, guarantee, undertaking, bail, bond, deposit, gauge, pawn, security, token, warranty. I'm not not sure if everybody realises, and I didn't in my life, the power of oaths. That oaths actually are very dangerous. Um, God Almighty has given us lordship of our life. Part of that lordship of our life is the right to make a promise given to us by God. 
but it comes with a responsibility. The responsibility is you must keep that promise. Let's have a look at uh, Joshua 9.3 and we'll see this play out in the Old Testament. We're going to read a little story about uh, Joshua in Jericho. And um, Joshua was told to um, destroy the inhabitants of the Promised Land. He was to take it and put to death everybody there. But let's see what happens when an oath gets involved. We'll see even an oath that Joshua was tricked into making. Really, we call it an unrighteous oath, a tricky oath. But it made, as we'll see, no difference. The oath stood. It says in Joshua, from Joshua 9.3, if those want to read along, And when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done unto Jericho and Ai. Now, we know that Joshua defeated Jericho and hung the king from Ai from a tree. Ai, by the way, means heap of ruins. They did work willily and went and made as if they had been ambassadors and took old sacks upon their asses and wine bottles, old and rent and bound up, and old shoes and clouted upon their feet and old garments upon them, and all the bread of their provision was dry and mouldy. So they went to a lot of trouble to trick. And they were, what they wanted to say was they were from out of town because Joshua had sworn to kill everybody in the promised land. So they went to Joshua unto the camp at Gilgal and said unto him and to the men of Israel, we would come from a far country. Now that was a lie. And therefore make a league with us. And the men of Israel said to the Hivites, Preadventure ye dwell among us. How shall we make a league with you? And they said unto Joshua, We are thy servants. And Joshua said unto them, Who are ye? From whence did you come? And they said unto him, From a very far country, thy servants are come because of the name of the Lord thy God, using God, Jesus, as an excuse lying, really, in the name of the Lord. For we have heard the fame of him and all that he did in Egypt and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites that were beyond the Jordan, Sion, king of Heshbon, and to Og, king of Bashan, which was at Astroth. Og, by the way, was a giant. Wherefore, our elders and all the inhabitants of our country spoke to us. Another lie saying, Take victuals with you for the journey and go meet them. And say unto them, We are your servants, therefore now make ye a league with us. This is our bread we took hot for our provision out of our houses. The day we came forth to go unto you. But now behold, it's dry and mouldy. More lies. And these bottles of wine which we filled were new, and behold, they be rent, and these garments and these old shoes become old by reason of the very long journey. More lies. And the men took their victuals and asked not counsel at the mouth of the Lord. Mistake. A mistake there. They asked not counsel at the mouth of the Lord. How often, how often 
Are we doing things without praying about it? Without waiting on God? We go along and we just do stuff? So these these people are tricking Joshua. Joshua doesn't pray. Then Joshua made peace with them and made a league with them to let them live. And the princes of the congregation swore unto them. Now this promise that Joshua made was against the will of God. Yet he was free to make this promise. And it came to pass at the end of three days after they had made a league with them that they heard that they were neighbours and that they dwelt among them. My golly, just three days later they hear some news in which had they have known that news would have never made the promise. Anybody ever get married hastily? Take a job hastily? Do things hastily? Without inquiring, without praying. You know, the prayer could go like, Dear Father God, I'm thinking about deciding this. Show me the truth. I give my ways to you. Guide me my ways. And the children of Israel journeyed and came upon their cities the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon and Sephirah and Beeroth and Cathrajerim. Yes, their cities being the Gibeonite cities. And the children of Israel smote them not, because the princes of the congregation had sworn unto them by the Lord God of Israel. And all the congregation murmured against the princes. Yeah. The people complained, why'd you do a deal with these, our enemies? But all the princes said unto the congregation, we have sworn unto them by the Lord God of Israel. Now, therefore, we may not touch them. So there is a binding situation. A binding situation against the will of the Almighty. We have the power to bind ourselves with those against the will of God in our life. Now, did God let them change this deal? Not on your life. But this we will do to them. We will even let them live, lest wrath be upon us, because of the oath which we swore upon to them. They knew, they knew that if they broke the oath, that wrath would come on them. Now, I believe in some people in deliverance, coming for deliverance, never getting free, have themselves bound with oaths. And they have broken the oaths they've made. Things like marriage vows, things like promises to children or from children, all sorts of things, promises to God and haven't done them. How many people have promised to support the building fund and then didn't? And just like toss it off like it's nothing. But you know, there's books of record. And those books of record will testify one day. And the princes said unto them, let them live. 
but let them be hewers of wood and drawers of water unto all the congregation, as the princes had promised them. Now this is nothing strange, because they had said, we are your servants. And that was part of the oath. And Joshua called for them, and he spoke unto them, saying, Wherefore you have beguiled us, saying, We are far from you when you dwell among us. Now look what's happened to them, the liars. Now therefore ye are cursed. It's dangerous to lie, especially mentioning God in your discussion to lie. The Lord said, You have to give me this. And the Lord didn't say. All sorts of things done in the name of the Lord. I had one guy, he told me his wife left because she said the Lord said to leave. Now therefore you are cursed, and there shall be none of you be freed from being bondmen, and hewers of wood, and drawers of water from the house of my God. So you can, you can be cast into... Lifetime slavery, right, from lying, getting an oath out of someone sincere. Mm. That's why as Christians we're called to add to our faith virtue. You know, I've done business with Christians who've absolutely failed. They didn't, they did not keep their commitment. Yep. I've sent goods to Christians who on one hand are watching prosperity preachers on the TV and the other hand not paying me. God Almighty is not mocked with this. And they answered Joshua and said, Because it was certainly told thy servants how that the Lord thy God commanded his service Moses to give you all the land and to destroy all all, all means all the inhabitants of the land from before you. Therefore, we are sore afraid of our lives because of you and have done this thing. And now, behold, we are in thine hand, as it seemed good and right unto thee to do unto us do. And so he did unto them and delivered them out of the hand of the children of Israel, and they slew them not. And Joshua made them that day hewers of wood and drawers of water for the congregation. And for the altar of the Lord, even unto this day, in the place which he should choose. Now it goes on. Where when the other inhabitants of the land heard about this, they decided to kill the Gibeonites. And Joshua had to go to their rescue. Now they were all to be killed. That was the will of God. Yet God sent Joshua to rescue them and even went on and stopped the sun. Yeah. Even went on and stopped the sun because of them in a battle. Now what happens is is that years later years later there was an issue with King Saul. Yeah. Second Samuel one related to this very oath. Now this is years later. 
It says, and then there was a famine in the days of David, three years, year after year. And David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord answered, It is for Saul and his bloody house, because he slew the Gibeonites. There was a ramification generations later because of an oath. And the king called the Gibeonites and said unto them, Now Gibeonites, uh, now the Gibeonites were not the children of Israel, but the remnant of the Amorites. And the children of Israel had sworn unto them. And Saul sought to slay them in his zeal to the children of Israel and Judah. So Saul forgot about the oath. But God didn't. And God got their attention by a famine. Wherefore David said to the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? And wherewith shall I make an atonement that you may bless the inheritance of the Lord? So this this breaking of the oath affected the inheritance of the Lord. So those who have an inheritance of the Lord, which we do, of all things pertaining to life, may get our inheritance affected by misuse of oaths. And the Gibeonites said unto him, We have no silver or gold of Saul, nor his house. Neither of us shall thou kill any man in Israel. So they don't want to kill anyone, and they don't want to take any money. And he said, What shall we say that I do for you? And they answered the king, The man that consumed us and devised against us that we should be destroyed from remaining in any of the coast of Israel, let seven men of his sons be delivered to us, and we will hang them up to the Lord in Gibeon of Saul, whom the Lord did choose. And the king said, I will give them. Seven people died. Seven people who had nothing to do with it died because of an oath. This is um, very important and I believe forgotten maybe these days. Where is the commitments? Where is the following through? But there is a safety valve, which I'll tell at the end of this talk. In First Kings 2.43, there's a chapter here, a couple of verses about us. There was a guy that made an oath to stay inside, um, not, not to travel out of his area. And, and he travelled out of his area and broke his oath. So why then, it says in 1 Kings 2.43, Why then hast thou not kept the oath of the Lord and the commandment that I have charged thee with? The king said, Moreover to Shimei, Thou knowest all the wickedness which thine heart is privy to that thou did to David my father, therefore the Lord shall return thy wickedness upon thy own head. While he was inside the oath, he was safe. Now, we must not think that even if we do nothing, we haven't broken oaths or we haven't done anything because God knows the hearts of all men. Even the very thoughts of our hearts are considered. So God is not mocked, can't be smiling 
at someone and hating them in your heart at the same time. You can't be thinking something in your heart and saying a promise at the same time that you don't mean to keep. This will bring calamity. I think it's one of the surest ways that calamity comes on men. 1 Kings 8.39 Then hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place, and forgive, and do, and give every man according to his ways, whose heart thou knowest. For thou, even thou only knowest the hearts of all the children of men. Remember Ananias and Sapphira? Peter said, how come Satan has filled your heart that you lied? God is not mocked. And it says over and over in the scriptures, God is not mocked. If you make a promise, be very careful to mean sincerely and keep that promise. Zechariah 8.17 And let none of you imagine evil in your hearts against his neighbour. And love no false oath. For all these things that I hate, says the Lord. God hates false oaths. He also hates imagining evil against our neighbour. What do we think of our president or the president? How many are imagining evil against the president? God say he hates that. But they say, what are we doing wrong? We are Christians. We're believers. No. They're doing things that God hates. False oaths. You know, I wouldn't like to be any of those politicians presented before the Lord when he holds up the card and says, look at this. You said this, but you really meant this. And they will have a gobsmack. They will have no excuse. Now these... O's went down the generational line. That's that's the doctrine of the seed inside a person. What you do, your seed does. And this is why there's a blessing for those that love God that goes to their children's children for a thousand generations. You know, probably nothing worse for a parent to see their children suffer. But what happens if they found out that the children were suffering because of what they did? Yes, we had the cross. But if it's not known to confess it, not known to seek forgiveness and not known to repent from it, it's going to stand. Deuteronomy 31.21 And it shall come to pass, many evils and troubles are befalling them, that this song shall testify against them as a witness, for it shall not be forgotten out of the mouths of their seed. For I know their imagination which they go about, even now before I have brought 
them into the land which I swear. God knows our imaginations. Here we have in Acts 23.21, the people were upset with Paul. And we'll see how that people had the power to bind themselves. How? With an oath. Oaths bind us. But do not thou yield unto them, for there lie in wait for him of them more than forty men, which have bound themselves with an oath, that they neither eat or drink till they have killed him. And now are they ready looking for a promise from me? Well, all of those men most likely broke their oath because they never got to kill Paul. Would have affected them and their children to come. Hmm. Don't make promises. James 5, Jesus' brother, 5.12. But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven and neither by earth and neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea and your nay be least you fall into condemnation. This is how condemnation comes. One of the ways, but how it comes, it comes by broken promises. For those who are listening, you know, have a think about all the promises that could have been made over your life, all the promises you've made, even the ones you've set in your heart. Like, you know, you can go to a shop and the shop assistant upsets you. And you you can say in your heart, I'm never going back to that shop again. So it's possible to be saying things in our heart that are wrong and what God hates. Would it be wise to be careful? You know, part of idolatry is making a promise to the idol, bowing, bowing and false worship is making a promise to idols. Yes, we come into condemnation by making oaths. In in Genesis twenty five thirty three, Esau lost his birthright. Part of the losing of the birthright was by oath. And Jacob said, Swear unto me this day. And he swore unto him. And he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Yes, the oath is even that powerful. It can take away your birthright. Ecclesiastes 5, 1. Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. Draw near to listen rather than to off, offer the sacrifice of fools. What is the sacrifice of fools? Who do not know that they do wrong. What do they do? Do not be quick to speak. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter a word before God. After all, God is in heaven and you are on earth, so let your words be few. Yes, 
the sacrifice of fools is many words, many vain promises, speaking stuff that's not heartfelt, not meant. There's a danger in doing this. Oh, pastor, I love your sermons, just to be accepted. Go to church and they say, how are you feeling? Wonderful! When you don't feel wonderful. As a dream comes through many cares, so the speech of a fool comes many words. Anybody know anyone who talks too much? Can't get a word in edgeways? They won't shut up? There's a problem there. That shows a problem. Any having all sorts of dreams? Maybe it's all the cares of this world call it causing the bad dreams. Goes on four. When you make a vow to God, do not delay in fulfilling it, because he takes no pleasure in fools. What? A fool does not perform their vow to God. Hmm. How many people have gone to court and said, I'll tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God. And they get out of court and think that oath is gone, but it's not. And they start talking lies or not the whole truth to people. They're walking around with that over their life. It says it's better not to vow than to make a vow and not fulfill it. Something to think about. This is something that we should be thinking about because we should not be unaware of the device of the devil. Number six, do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin and do not tell the messenger that your vow was a mistake. You can't say a vow and then say it's a mistake. Oh, I said you could have the car for this price. No, I was wrong. I made a mistake. No. No. You know, I had a story of a, of a guy here that he, he gave one of the other people's a pair of sunglasses, saying, you've been nice to me and I want to give you these sunglasses. And the guy gave the sunglasses to his friend who was going to send him overseas to the Philippines. And the guy that gave them to him heard it, heard. And then he wanted them back. And he goes, give me back the sunglasses. I wanted them, you to have them. Now this is what we call Indian giving, in which God doesn't do that. Then he tells me, oh, I'm going to tell him that the sunglasses are stolen so that the police are after them, so he gives them back. And he, he starts using a lie to create a situation without thinking anything about it. So I tell the guy, oh, watch out, he's making a story to you. 
So, so what the guy did is he told him, I gave the sunglasses to the police station. <laughs> and the guy just lost it, wanted to fight. He got so upset. But we said, you said the police wanted them, so he gave them to them. So then the guy had to drive down the police station and found out they weren't there and then came screaming back on his electric bike and he went through the red light right near the shop. But unfortunately for him, the police were sitting there in a cop car and they came in after him to give him a ticket. (laughs) Now, fortunately, they didn't give him a ticket. But he lied and he said, I was driving back from the hospital. And the police said, we saw you coming out of the police station. (laughs) So he kept getting busted for all the lies. But even after that, I'm giving him back his sunglasses because the other guy didn't want to talk to him. It created a, this whole thing created a, um, a conflict. God hates this. And I tried to say to him, man, you caused that. Look at all your lies. And he tried to blame the other guy. Let's um, take responsibility for our stuff, for ourselves, for our stuff. And that's where the promises of God belong to the humble. Yeah? This one, 6. Ecclesiastes 5, 6. Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. What? The flesh can sin because of our mouth? And do not tell the messenger that your vow was a mistake. Why should God be angry with your words? And look what happens. Why should God be angry with your words and destroy the work of your hands? Breaking vows will get your work of your hands destroyed. For as many dreams bring fertility, so do many words. Therefore, fear God. What is that? That is the fear that your work of your hands will be destroyed because God hates vow breakers. Yeah. And I don't think there's anyone on earth that hasn't broken a vow. So what is the good news about it? There's a safety valve. And when I'm doing deliverance, I cover this safety valve. And the safety valve is in Numbers chapter 30. Let's have a look at it. Numbers 30. The whole chapter of Numbers 30 is about vows. Let's start, well, start verse 1. And Moses spoke unto the heads of the tribes concerning the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. If a man vow a vow unto the Lord, or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond, He shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeded out of his mouth. That's plain and simple. 
But if a woman also vow vow unto the Lord and bind herself by a bond, being in her father's house in her youth, and her father hear her vow and her bond wherein she had bound her soul, and her father shall hold his peace at her, that means say nothing, then all her vows shall stand. And every bond where she has bound her soul shall stand. Now this is quite different from men. But if her father disallow her in the day that he heareth, not any of her vows or her bonds wherewith she had bound her soul shall stand. And the Lord shall forgive her because her father disallowed her. And if she had at all a husband when she vowed or uttered, out of her lips where she bound her soul and her husband heard it and held his peace at her in the day he heard it then her vows shall stand and her bonds where she bound her soul shall stand but if her husband disallowed her on the day that he heard it then he shall make her vow which she had vowed and that which she uttered with her lips wherefore whereof she bound her soul of none effect and the Lord shall forgive her So here we have here we have the doctrine of the marriage that the two are one flesh, but the husband is the head. Now why is this doctrine there? Aren't we the body of the Lord Jesus Christ? The bride of Christ? Really referred to as the woman, even though we might be men, we're still the bride, the woman of Christ. And he is the husband, he is the head. So if we ask him to disallow our vows, I believe they'll be forgiven. And and this is the safety valve shown here as type and shadow in Numbers 30. And it goes on and on and on for the for the whole chapter. It's not just one little verse. It's a chapter of verses. <laughs> now it doesn't say the son. It says the wife and the daughter. The church, Israel and the church, I believe. So what I do is I get people to say, Dear Father God, I give you all my vows, all the, all the things I've promised. Can you make them of none effect, the ones that are hurting me? And I've found that people get deliverance that weren't able to get deliverance before. See, binding O's afflict the soul. It says in Numbers 30 verse 13, Every vow and every binding oath to afflict the soul, her husband may establish it or her husband may make it void. Plain and simple. So praise the Lord. We have a husband, the Lord God Almighty, the head of the body that loves us and will make them void. Now there's no other way out of them. No other way on earth or in heaven out of these oaths except to ask Jesus to get you out of them. Even with King Saul, 
member, seven people had to die. So Jesus had to die. And part of his death, I believe, makes us his husband, him the husband that can forgive the vows. Of course, if we don't do forgiveness, then we can't get forgiven. So the two logical steps are to sincerely, with all thy heart, forgive everyone and then ask for your oaths and vows to be forgiven. Even oaths and vows by ancestors to be forgiven and be the effect of to be rescued from. It's part of the promises. So there we have a doctrine of the vows and the oaths and that we should be taking very big respect of these things in the fear of God. Watch what we promise from now on. Do the prayer. Get our vows healed that are binding us. How many parents have spoken over their unborn baby? Get rid of it. We don't want it. Uttering words, curses, vows over unborn babies. Then, of course, they have the baby and love the baby, but too late. Too late. There's words spoken. Poor little baby grows up with rejection. Bound by O's. Yes. So these are things that God has made a safety valve for in the gospel. And that is good news. We can have these things broken off and be delivered from them. Mm. Now, the demons work by oaths too. And they'll get you to make promises and oaths by trickery, moldy bread. Shoes that are not worn out. Watch out for the tricks. Witchcraft works this way. It gets you to buy a soap. Get you to purchase a, some occult item. Play the Ouija board. Visit a, a visit a seance, a clairvoyant. All sorts of things where we do an oath, an agreement, and bow down. One of the ways you can do oaths is to pay money. Yes, you can buy them. Are we praying before we spend our money? Dear Father God, I spend this money in good faith. I do not want to enter into any evil oaths with this money. Bible says we can mix our purse with evildoers. That will mingle our funds with evil. Bible says we can get a bag of holes. We can have a leech that sucks the life out of us. If we steal and we lie, we can have the curse of the flying scroll in Zechariah 7. See, if you ever think about it, the Creator went to a lot of trouble to make the universe, put us in it, and He doesn't like it being misappropriated. He's given it to everyone. He doesn't like it being stolen from, lied about, and unrighteously handled. That's why part of the armour is called the breastplate of righteousness. The right thing 
So this is why when we go through the world in our life, to be taking care to do the right thing, be, be, be nice to everyone, treat them as we want to be treated. That's not hard. I don't believe that's too hard. If the world did that, we would not have these riots today. But the world cannot do that. I bet you everybody looting would love to have their houses looted. Let's go over their place and take everything they've got. See how they like it. They'd be crying bloody murder. So anyway, the talk today is to um, bring to memory and bring to awareness of what we can do to stay safe. Young people with girlfriends and boyfriends, be careful what you promise them. Rule the tongue. Life and death is in the tongue, right? So anyway, I hope that's helpful today. Great word, Peter. Peter talking on promises, oaths, and vows. Peter, how does a person contact you in the ministry and learn more? Um, My Facebook, uh, Peter Whiffen, W-H-I, double F for Fred, I-N, at Facebook, and Hotmail. My my photo on Facebook is me as a little shepherd boy in this Sunday school play. (laughs) If you look at the right photo, it... uh, it's a bit, bit ironic that, you know, all those years ago, I was made the shepherd boy in the play. <laughs> That's amazing. So, uh, amazing. And website and, again, uh, hiskingdomstable.com? Yeah, hiskingdomstable.com. Right. And uh, there's some downloads there, deliverances at the table, uh, you know, some doctrines, uh, teachings. That's what doctrine means about the milk, which is the, the love of the living God and why... The milk is so powerful. Feel praying intercession for everyone. Ask God's love to come to them. The milk. And have faith in the love of God. Stand back and believe in the love of God. Let the milk come. Yeah. So I've got all of that there. It's called Deliverances at the Table. Why a table is set up in the presence of our enemies. And these are things that the early church knew. And sort of got lost along the way. And uh, we dug in trying to get help for people in deliverance that weren't getting help. And this is where some of these things came to light for us and um, enables us to minister to people and get more people free than we're, we're normally getting free. You know, so that's good what work. Happened. Peter, next week available? Yeah, next week's good. We'll see you then, my friend. Thank you for coming on tonight, brother. God Richard bless you, brother. Yeah, blessings to everyone, and uh, stay safe till next week. And I believe what's what's happening here is just birth pangs. But it's a, it's a cannon shot over our bowels to look what later on may happen worse. But for the moment, looks like it's just a birth pain. The praise of the Lord. Amen. 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 Peter Whipple, right. folks. See you next time, brother. God bless. Okay. Cheers. Bye for now. Praise the Lord. That was Peter Whiffen. His website is hiskingdomstable.com. Did you all enjoy the programs tonight? 
broadcast. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us. If you want to find out more about Omega Man Radio and our mission, how you can support it, here's how you can do it. This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. everybody did y'all enjoy tonight i hope you did i'll get these up in the archives here today so we can stay current we had joseph cohen and betsy pelletieri tonight we had the god guys richard smalley and brother joey pinto ida moody guobadia leonard jones mark sellers and peter whiffen that was a six show marathon again we're gonna be back tonight five to seven eastern with soul bait plan on open lines Early bird show, 5 to 7 Eastern. I'm phasing out the early shows. In July, we're going to go back to a new schedule, which was an old schedule. 7 p.m. Eastern, every night, Monday through Friday. Full marathons after that. We can go up to 2 as necessary, so 7 to 2. And then twice a month, on Thursdays, we're doing the full international marathon, which is typically going to be Elvis Newhart, David Measures, Jonathan Campbell. We're going to have Kelvin McCracken back for a second show on the 25th, which is next week. So nightly program, 7 p.m. till we finish, and then uh, twice a month our international marathons. And as they're available, we'll get Plowman Petrov and Brother Tommy Karakov back as well. Phasing out the, uh, the 6 p.m. Eastern, and we're going to kick off at 7 I'm not going to lie I need that extra hour of sleep <laughs> getting up at 5am I tell you that's, that's rough to then do all day long you know 
So that extra hour helped me to stay fresh. Don't want to burn out on you folk here. We want to keep this thing going. Coming up on 10 years. In a few days, 10th year anniversary. Praise God. Let's see where we're sitting at today. We're going to be at um, SoundCloud. Okay, hang on a second. Where are we at? I think we just hit 7,400. Yeah, we did. Friday, we actually passed that new milestone. We're at we're over 7,400 shows now. Not bad. Amen? Not bad for 10 years. What is that, 740 shows a year? Well, we really kicked into high gear the past couple of years, and our normal broadcast day, again, five, six shows, sometimes more. Where are you going to find that anywhere in the world? I don't think it exists. I really don't. These are live programs. So this is a real treasure. I'm honored to be a part of it. I thank the Lord Jesus Christ for this platform called Omega Man. And if you want to help us, we sure do appreciate it. It helps fuel the show. We are enlisted supported. We have no sponsors. I have nothing to sell. And all the programs are free. I don't think you can get a better deal than that. But if you like what you hear and you want to help us, consider supporting the program. The best way to do that is, again, OmegaManRadio.com. That's where it's at. Um, Praise the Lord for all of you out there. Please share these programs with a friend. Help us get the word out. And um, that's it. I think that's all I need to say. I'll see you all back tonight. Full broadcast schedule tonight. Love you all. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, check out my YouTube community wall. That's my new Facebook. Facebook's officially dark. Closed it. And we've got my mailing list. So sign up for that if you're not on it. We've got a new website out there for you. It's called 5GandCOVID19.com. Find out the truth. Also, we'll be adding more uh, videos that we find. There's actually a follow-up to the one that it'll take you to with um, Patrick from Value Entertainment. Wait a minute. That's not Patrick. That's um, that's Brian over there at London Real interviewing David Icke. Now, Patrick over at Value Entertainment did it too, but to my knowledge, he hasn't released it yet. He was told by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dead, Poor Dead, uh, don't release it. It could result in problems for Patrick. Namely, maybe losing his YouTube channel. So we'll see if Patrick uh, releases it or not. I have a feeling he will. But uh, you got to be careful. You can lose your whole platform, and then you better have some backups. Now, we're prepared for that eventuality if it happens. We've got 30 platforms that can carry the show. We added a few more the other day, and I'm sure there'll be more that'll come up. Go to OmegaManRadio.com from a computer. Scroll all the way down, and you'll see the links at the bottom. Those are different places you can get our show. So whether we lose any of the big platforms, no big deal. If it comes down to it, we'll go back to our roots. You know, we started with Blog Talk Radio, added MixLR, and we have the ability now to distribute through 30 different locations. So, not a big deal. I'm not worried about it. That's how we build our show, and uh, people that want to find us can. I still control my domains. We're adding more. And uh, where there's a will, there's a way. This program will not be stopped. 
unless the Lord wants it to, or they pull the Internet. If the Internet goes down, then the whole world's screwed. So I don't foresee that happening anytime soon. We will broadcast. Not worried about uh, YouTube. I don't gain my livelihood from there. We get very little from YouTube. And so not a big deal. Uh, And by the way, uh, if you don't like advertisement on YouTube, then just pay YouTube $10. You can have advertisement free. That's a really easy fix. Okay? Of course, they have a right to advertise because they're giving away their service for free. And again, all these services are free. We really can't complain. If we lose them, no big deal. We've got others. Uh, but there is censorship. Censorship is real. And so right now, people don't want you to do programs on 5G and COVID-19. I believe there's a definite link there. I think David Icke uh, built the case really well for that. So uh, how are we going to make it? I would think, you know, how can any of us survive what they're throwing at us? Only by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Dwell on that one for a minute. Meditate. Blood of the Lamb. That's the blood of Jesus, right? we got to apply that blood. Apply it to your family daily. You know, especially if you're being hit with 5G. How else can you stop it? You know, if Elon Musk has his way... He's going to blanket the globe with 5G. He's also developed that new company. They're doing the brain implant. Sadly, and maybe by design, Elon Musk is no better than the rest. Although I think he's a bright individual. I think he's on an agenda. Probably to carry out what his grandfather was involved in, if David's right. You'll find out more about it in that video. But um, that's the plan. They want to put that thing into orbit saturate the globe with 5G that will tie into their uh, base stations how are you going to fight back against that not much you can do in the flesh but we can plead the blood of Jesus there's power in the blood I believe there's power to protect you and I from 5G can protect you from COVID-19 no problem why not 5G if the blood of Jesus can't handle 5G then we're all screwed I'm going to stand on the word of God and the blood. We overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We loved not our lives under the death. We need to embrace that because that's uh, going to be the path out of this situation. We operate till Jesus comes. Okay? And we get ready to die with our boots on if that's what happens. So be it. For me to live as Christ but to die as gain. Jesus is our only salvation, folks. He's the only way that we're going to make it. Do you know of another way? I don't. And I know we can count on Jesus. He said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. So, when it's looking bad out there, let's look to Jesus. Amen? Pray one for the other. Stand together. Whether you're black, white, brown, red, yellow, Amen? Stand together, people, in Jesus Christ. And let's do what he's called us to do. Win souls. Cast out devils. Pray for the sick that they be healed. Get out your olive oil. Anoint one another with oil. And the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. If they have any sin, it shall be forgiven them. We can use that against 5G also. Anoint each other with oil. We're going to have to really... 
stand on the word of God and begin to appropriate it use it for our daily survival give us this day our daily bread we're going to have to ask the Lord daily as groups move to control the food amen lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for that is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever now yeah we don't want to go into temptation and we don't want to be in the hands of the evil do we deliver us from evil we better not take that Lord's prayer for granted either amen and to be able to get those promises we also have to meet one of the conditions forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us so we need to repent and we need to forgive others in order to be forgiven amen praise the Lord I love all my colored people out there whether you're black white red brown or yellow because my family is made up of all colors grandson who's African American one son Mexican American a daughter who's redneck American two sons Jeremiah and Judah Indonesian American just like uh, Van Halen you know his mother was from Indonesia father was Dutch who did I miss got nieces and nephews Vietnamese American got a father-in-law his name is Sonny he's from India we've got Native American in our family we're a melting pot and I'm proud of all of them amen God bless all of you we have viewers from around the world listeners shouts out to our new friends from South Africa we've got friends in Australia America UK again Australia down under uh, who am I missing <laughs> all over Brazil I can't name you all Europe Germany hey we got people tuning all over pretty much I'm excited about that help us get the word out even further all races colors are welcome here on a mega man amen we're all God's children and we all have a common enemy it's not each other it's Satan and his host of hell it's the demons inside of people they're trying to do civil war on us all because if we divide against each other a house divided against itself cannot stand and that plays right into the devil's plans to destroy all mankind to enslave us that's what's going on here I'll come across some interesting things uh, the only way I can share them in masses is my YouTube community wall or email so make sure you sign up for those if you're interested in anything that we put out again God bless you all thank you for tuning in love you we even got people tuning in from Asia I didn't mean to miss our Asian friends out there even in Indonesia God bless our Indonesian friends and family anything else I need to mention I think that's it I'll put the schedule up every night on YouTube so go up there to find out the show listings I want to thank brother uh, Carlos helps out with the chat room otherwise chat room being like the wild wild west amen let me just do a quick scan I usually don't read the chat room so folks if I miss you that's not meaning I'm ignoring you I'm just not looking at the chat room I do glance at it occasionally though let's see here real quick Trinidad and Tobago well, welcome aboard my grandfather Brian Weber he was um, general overseer for Trinidad and Tobago and Grenada back in 1980 for the Church of God 
Any Trinidadians over there? I've got friends in Trinidad. Love that roti, curry chicken, and Alcalata Glacial. If you know what Alcalata Glacial is, email me. Give you a hint. It comes in a, a bottle and it's green colored. Interesting. Father God, in the name of Jesus, before we close, we just plead the blood of Jesus Christ over everyone tuning in tonight, over all of us. I ask you, Father God, to surround us with your warrior angels. Go before us, Lord Jesus, and be our defense. I ask you, God, that you would help people who need a job tonight, who have a business and need to get restarted. Whatever the need is, God, need food. We ask God you meet their needs tonight. Help them. Help us all, God, to be where you want us to be, doing what you want us to do. Use us for your glory and honor. Give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding, God. And help us to remain patient and keep the faith. Because in our patience, you said, possess ye your souls. We don't want to lose our crown, Lord. Help us all, God, to endure to the end and not get offended. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, I'm out of here. Um, Yeah, just to clarify, I do not support David Icke in his theology. I think he may be an atheist or New Ager. I don't deny any of that, and I've never uh, followed the man. But I decided to take a look at the um, interview he did with London Real, and I have to admit, and I watched it till um, I went past my bedtime last night. I think I was aiming towards, you know, it was after 1 a.m., uh, but I wanted to finish it, and I got to it, to the end, basically, and um, everything he says on 5G and COVID-19, I think he's spot on. In the end, his answer for fighting back is some kind of transcendence. Well, we'll have to depart with him from there. But that no way takes away from the information that came forward. He laid it out very systematically. You can do your own research. I think there's truth in what he said regarding 5G, COVID-19, and when you look at the um, testimonies of others like Dr. Rashid Buttar, Dr. Judy Makovitz, RFK Jr., and many others. We're going to find these videos, put them up there for you. I think you need to look at it seriously. I think they're right on target here. Not to mention, I myself put a link up on Facebook, and it wasn't a minute or so before I got a message back from their bot that I was spamming people. I violated their community standards, I guess, and they pulled it. And they said, no one will see your uh, posting. They said, isn't that interesting? They pulled the YouTube video within 30 minutes of it um, finishing from London Real. And I had to go to Brideon to find it. So I said, what the heck? What the heck? What I'll do is I'll go ahead and get the domain and we'll have a point, a permanent uh, arrow pointer to that video that many would not be able to find otherwise. Brighteon. I have an account there, by the way. I'm going to go and look at Gab, too. I think I have an account there. I'm going to reactivate it if I don't. There's also USA.life. There's some great platforms out there that are great alternate alternatives. BitChute, of course. Heard about that a few years ago. I think I still have an account there. I just haven't used them. Um, but I think we need to begin to use these. Okay, because clearly the others are being pressured 
and controlled to squash anybody uh, who has a different narrative than the controlled media. And it's clearly controlled. Um, There we are. Out of the Shadows also. Excellent documentary. That was one I was thinking about. Out of the Shadows. Very, very good. And what it said talked about Operation Mockingbird and the fact that the government uh, controls most of the media, as do their their owners, who many are globalists. So there you are. They control the narrative. Absolutely. Along with Hollywood. It's all programming. Demonic programming. They're trying to social engineer you and I through what we hear. There we are. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Again, uh, when we get something for free, like on YouTube, hey, we're getting it for free. We've got to realize that. Same with Facebook and these other platforms. So if you've got one that has a fee, pay the fee. Support them because it's not free to do what Brideon's doing or these other networks. That's got to cost a lot of money. Got to. To be able to house that type of uh, platform and have the bandwidth. It's got to, folks. Freedom cost. It's not without a price. Salvation cost. It's not without a price. It costs Jesus everything. It'll cost you and I everything. Even our life. If we receive that gift. There's a price to pay afterwards. Jesus wants everything. He wants all of you. He wants you to pick up your cross and follow him. And he's worthy of that. He gave all for you and I. How much more do we owe him all? Amen? Receive the free gift of salvation, but understand there's a responsibility that goes with receiving that gift. Okay? Praise the Lord. And he's worth every bit of it. Count the cost. Amen? Thanks, Eric. Ralph, who else is tuning in tonight? Gregory, Carlos, Eric, Sherry, Brenda, Freddie, J. Utah, Marisol, Idea 77, Julie Bot, Daryl, Malik, and others out there. God bless you all. I'm going to finally get out of here. We'll see you later. In Jesus' name, amen.